Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, millennials, and welcome back to the toast. Happy Tuesday, a very special Tuesday, because your girlies are back in studio. Yeah. Back in studio, so exciting to be with my swirly. Back in each other's arms. But we've been doing like so good and funny remote. No, the way I've never been more sure of our talents. Like, I feel reinvigorated. The remote has been just, now I'm like worried. Did we, is the remote magic. She's speechless. Is the remote magic usurping the studio magic? No, no. Never. The thing is, the magic lies within. It's so true. No matter who you are, where you're from, what you did as long as you're toasty like you and I are the magic no matter the format like I feel very confident in that I do feel confident in such things plus we have really great stories today like, I mean the world literally the second we stopped recording I'm uploading yesterday's episode people notification people notification people day, notification rolling in and then the biggest news of all the new spritz flavor. The new spritz flavor dropped today. When this episode is up, it will be available to shop at spritzsociety.com. Slash Clawson Pickle. Now, let's give a little backstory because people were like, wait, I'm having deja vu. Is this real? Are you pranking us again? Two years ago, and I literally told Ben this was going to happen. Last year. No, it was two years ago. Two years? Yeah, last oh, year. Like not this past April. Yeah. The April before. Oh, I guess. Okay, then it's like a year and a half. Um, two <laughs> April Fools ago. We did like an April Fool's joke. Like our new flavor is pickle. And I'm like, Ben, I'm telling you, I think people are actually going to want that. And he's like, no, it'll be funny. I'm like, okay, I know nothing. I'm not a businesswoman, you know? What do I know? I'm just a slowly housewife. And of course we announced it. People were like, I know this is April Fool's, but like, is it weird that I'm devastated? You know, pickle, the pickle community is strong. And either you get it or you don't. And so that led us on our journey to being like, I think we actually have to do this. So we actually reached out to a bunch of pickle brands and Clawson was so excited about it. Clawson is kind of like the most iconic pickle. Like the jar is so recognizable. And they were like, let's do it. Like, let's make a pickle wine. And we did. It took a really long time to like get the formula right because it's a very... Um, it's a delicate thing. It's a, Yeah, it's a acquired taste. You don't like me? Acquire some taste. So we can now officially launch today at noon. By the time this episode comes out, it'll already be up at spritzsociety.com slash Pickles, our pickle wine. Now, I know a lot of people saying, Claudia, there's no way that you would drink this. And to that, I say, you know, you'll have to wait and see the taste test that we filmed. You filmed a taste test? You'll have to wait and see. You know, I'm not going to spoil it. It'll be available on our socials. You know, you'll just have to wait and see. I have not tried this yet, obviously. Why? Why, Jackie? Is there something you want to share with the class? <laughs> I'm pregnant. Um, so, um, 34 weeks today. But I've smelled it. Mm -hmm. And it smells so good. I love pickles. Oh, and a fun fact about me. Up until this moment, I'd never had a pickle. Did you do a TikTok? Yeah, of course. Of well, having I didn't, a pickle? I didn't put, no, no, having the pickle spritz. Oh, for sure. But you also need to have a pickle for Maybe the I'll add time. that to my have list. A have a Clawson. And I mean, it doesn't get better than Clawson. No, it doesn't. And it helps that it kind of sounds like Claudia. I knew that this partnership was speaking to me for a specific <laughs> reason, but I couldn't figure out why. So it's spritzsociety.com slash Clawson Pickle. It's only available online. It is super limited. So like pickle girlies get in line. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what's making today like big headline news. Headline news. What else is making today headline news? Jackson Claude back in studio. Jackson Claude back in studio. It's a pleasure to be here. So so great that you're here. I know it takes a lot for you to get here. We really appreciate it. Yeah. No, but it's good. I feel my best in the mornings. I just deteriorate throughout the day. By the evening, like I cannot move. It's so crazy. I can't even sit on the couch comfortably. I can barely lay in bed comfortably. That then just sounds is, horrible. It's horrible. And then sleep is restorative. In the morning, it's like, Is okay. it good sleep? 
it's been good sleep. Last night wasn't great because Harry woke up and slept with us, which was amazing. Oh my God. You know, Harry, not to make everything about me, Harry slept with me one time. He did? In the night? Oh, he took a nap on you once. And it wasn't even a scheduled nap. He just felt so safe and comfortable in the arms of his auntie. He just passed out. Well, you pure- also like had him watching a movie and... Uh- do not diminish do not diminish the nap heard around the world like that is something I will not stand for okay I won't I'm gonna ask you something crazy mm-hmm. have a sip of your water sure let me take one sip first and then you'll never sip it again no 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 just in case I no I'll do a waterfall okay but but that just made me thirsty oh okay oh speaking of thirsty and this is like not a dig towards anyone I don't know if you saw did you see that Bethany and Jill released a podcast episode together I saw that they were going to it came out last night I listened to like a little bit of it this morning just to like see what the vibes were and it was very much like you know Bethany in charge Jill groveling like Bethany telling Jill everything she did wrong how she fumbled the bag as a housewife she could have been a star it was like kind of mean that's crazy no granted I didn't listen to the whole episode but they were talking about um just like their journey at a glance and I don't know it felt like Oh my God, how many times are we going to beat Jill down for like, yeah, okay. She was she, hard on you. She was hard on you. But she like, was unforgiving. We still have to talk about it 15 years later. I know. I was like, it was a time warp for sure. Oh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Did they talk about the new show? I didn't, they might have. I, I didn't get there. Uh, also, the mm-hmm. new show in the five minutes that I watched, like a big Topic of conversation. Is one of the girls, Erin, plans a group dinner for the group and two of the girls don't go because the restaurant she chose is like not Tacky, cool. yeah. And they kept beeping out the restaurant. They don't want to be sued. I don't know. I feel sued for saying what? Like it's not touristy. Cool. It's not cool anymore. It's past its prime. Anyways, I didn't like care too much what the restaurant was. I figured it was like something like Bagatelle or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Some place I don't have connection to a connection to and instead the two girls went to Casa Cipriani and now it's emerging that the restaurant they were talking about is is catch and I just take that shit personally so I mean what were they saying about catch is it entirely factually incorrect no to be honest I feel like it makes the girls look I I don't I didn't watch the episode I have I cannot tell any tell you anyone's name except for Uba my queen Mm -hmm. and of course Channel Alliance all the other girls they're all Britain they're all um Yes, whatever. Like, they're all the girls. Like, I don't know. But the ones who were, like, ragging and, like, not going to a dinner, like, it makes, like, in my opinion, I know they're trying to be funny and, like, you know, elite housewives of New York. It makes them look like losers. Just go to the dinner. Right. And also, it's, like, Catch was really popular and trendy. She was, like, it's not 2005 anymore. Yeah. Um, It was really popular and trendy, but it's also really good. Like, even though it's not at its height right now like you go the food's good the music good the vibe is good and by the way I'm sure that they are limited in the restaurants that they could film at they didn't they weren't filming Erin oh. said she just couldn't get like a big reservation so relatable last minute she just so like relatable. booked somewhere yeah we love catch no by the way catch literally raised us <laughs> we were literally spending every weekend there when we were in college but, no I mean that's literally what they're saying no I know but even now like when we would have a GNO like a year ago we would go to catch no but like if I'm trying to meet a new group of girls and, like one of the, like whatever we just are picking a place to go eat and like a few of the girls won't be seen at that restaurant like Nobody cares more about image than me. And, like, even I think that's, like, so extreme. Yeah. And, like, really mean. Yeah. To and, the girl and, who planned it. And undeserving of catch. I feel like there are other restaurants that are really overhyped that, like, maybe were trendy at one point but weren't actually good. Yeah. But, like, catch is the goods. No, I completely agree. I saw this whole saga. And I think it's actually good because I don't know if anyone would have, like, cared that much about the Roni reboot. But this is, like, an interesting storyline. Everyone trying to figure out. And maybe that's why they did it, to create intrigue about right. what restaurant it was. But it's got me interested. Uh, justice for Catch is all I want to say. I love Catch even still. And, yes, back in the day, that's what they were saying. It was mm-hmm. cool back in the day. And we used to go all the time. But every time I go still, and they have Catch Steak now, we just always have the best time. No, and what, what are we always saying? Things are popular for a reason. Right. And Catch, I think, is a prime example of that. Well, it may not be the coolest spot now. Like, good is good. Food, good food is good food. Good vibes are good vibes. Yeah. Good drinks. Good drinks. Like, good everything. Yeah. Okay, so Beyonce's not going to be there. Do you even want to eat next to Beyonce? No one would be looking at you. That's true. And instead, they went to Casa Cipriani. Which, like, okay, is so cool. Members only. Like, I just, like, I kind of hate people like that. Like, so, like, too cool for school. You want to go to a restaurant? You can't spend, like, like, one night at a restaurant that's not right. your favorite restaurant. And they might not even be like that in real life. Maybe they're trying to put that out for the show, which is even more illusory. A hundred percent. So, you know what? Maybe I'll watch. Yeah, I wanted to finish 
the episode, but I couldn't sit on the couch anymore mm -hmm. because my butt hurt and yeah. my back hurt and my belly hurt. Uh, so I didn't. I watched a little bit of Young Sheldon. I finally finished my nonfiction book, Jenny, <laughs> by Ralph Martin. I think it was a thousand pages. Damn. I started in December. I was reading it wow. for weeks in December. It's a, like a biography about Churchill's mother. You probably, if you were listening to Toast in December, you probably remember me talking oh, about it. Oh, I do. It. I do remember Jenny. Yeah. Jenny. Yeah. I read it for a few weeks in December, but then I was like, I'm making no headway. I need to reach my Goodreads goals. So, like, I need, to that's move real. On. I need to move on with my life. That's so real. So I shelved it for a while. You young shelved it. I young shelved it. Then last month, there was a historical fiction book about her, that Churchill woman. So I was like, let me read that. I clearly was not at the level of the book I thought I right. was. I read that and I found it lacking. I was like, I need the real story. I need the you biography. You went back to the OG. I went back to the OG and like every night I've been challenging myself to read at least one chapter and I finally finished it. And how good does it feel? It feels so good to have that marked off and not sitting on my currently reading. Like, that should really count as two on Goodreads, you know? I know. Something like that. But then you also have small wins where Cameron Counselor counts. Jessica Simpson's, you know, chapter. Jessica Simpson's 30-page book. Um, I also read last night. I read the book for my book club. Oh, um, what's it called? Happy Place by mm -hmm. Emily Henry. I went into it with a bad attitude. Like, really horrible. Like, I... I, don't, I think Emily Henry books are really overhyped. Um, and not me, like, being 50% of the way through and absolutely loving it. So much so to the point where I couldn't put it down. What? Wait. I'm in shock. I finished it. I I can't recall a time in recent memory where somebody has so fumbled. Like, the second half of the book was the worst book I ever read. Like, it was shocking. I felt like I picked up another book. I tried to sleep and I couldn't sleep. I'm like, all right, let me finish it. I felt like I picked up another book. I was shocked. So you didn't like it? No. 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 Oh, my God. Wow, this has been a journey. Yeah, no, it was a journey. Okay. Like, I went into it such a hater, changed my mind, and then it's like, mm, you know, she was right to hate. That's kind of the lesson. Like, trust your instinct. Yeah. Well, but I finished it for book club, it, and, and I feel like, you know. You'll be able to participate in book club. Another one off the Goodreads. Where are you at in your 2023 Oh, that's a good question. Goals. I'm definitely halfway. I think I'm on track. I'm on track, if not But I didn't include Camper and Counselor. Like, but you've read it. I guess I have. Include it. Treat yourself. You think? Yeah, 100%. I am at 28. I'm at 28 also. <gasps> but you have two cheats in there, not to be rude. And you're, all your books are fucking cheats. No, they're not. All your books are cheats. They're not. They're not. Fucking rude. Don't be fucking rude. All your books are cheats. Like, we're not the same. <sighs> yeah, we're not. I don't put children's books on my Goodreads. You just read children's books for <gasps> every book. <laughs> I don't think the children, it's appropriate for them to read what I read. No, certainly not. So they're not children's books. Certainly not. But you read like PDFs. Wow. <laughs> PDFs. Not true. I read scholastic works of art. Sure. So that's what I did last night. And that's what you did last night. What's your goal for the year? Well, it's, it automatically sets to 50, yeah. but I have to beat last year. Last year I did 60. Mm. Mine's 40. You're well on your way. And you're going to be in like your breastfeeding postpartum era. Like I think you'll... I didn't read a lot last time in that era. Mm. Um, just brains turned off. Mm. Brain is turned off. Oh, yes, Closed for business. We were so busy. We recorded a podcast episode for the Patreon if you want to go listen to it. General Q&A. We haven't caught up with everyone. Like people, you know, we've been, you know, modeling, doing so many things. Everyone's like, you know, dying to keep up with us. So we just caught up with everyone. And General Q&As are the patrons. We've done polls. They're the favorite type of episode that we do. You can ask us questions about like any topic anything and things are popular for a reason and things are popular for a reason so we really got into a bunch of different stuff mm -hmm. and it was really fun it was a busy day yesterday i spent a lot of time with harry mm -hmm. what's better than that nothing Rit nothing nothing and he was like kind of would you say taken with me yeah, he was enjoying his time. We were all coloring. It was amazing. You like bogarted his coloring book. Yeah, until like Harry put the crayon in his mouth and then it was like... He had nowhere else to put it because you took his I coloring did. toys. I like low-key love to color. And it's, not this like adult coloring book. Like, no, I like simple children's coloring no, just books. just like mindless coloring. Just doodling. Maybe I do like children's books. <laughs> Maybe I do. Maybe you do. Full circle. Mindless doodling. It yeah. is really nice. It's good to, like, it takes the brain, you know, to New create places. places. Yeah. It was nice. It was nice. So it was a gorgeous day. Oh, you know, 
I, I walked a lot yesterday because like I met I had a lunch and then I whatever I was walking around and I'm like this might be the first time in my life like I'll actually do 10,000 steps okay I walked so much not me getting into bed in like 6,500 how the fuck do they tell people to walk 10,000 steps a day like I have a very you know flexible job a flexible life are people who walk 10,000 steps a day unemployed like seriously where are they doing that I don't know. Zach used to take so many steps in a day, but he also like paces a lot and he's okay. on calls. Like that shouldn't count, but it does. But it does. Yeah. But you like, aside from that walk that you did, those two big walks, like you are sedentary the entire day. But aren't most people? Like we have to work. I guess not. Okay. Yesterday I had, let me look. My step count is abysmal right now. What was yesterday? As it should be. Yesterday was Monday. 6,700. And like when I tell you I walked all day. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, and I walked well over a mile. So we were supposed to be walking over a mile a day? I guess so. But also, studies have come out that this 10,000 step count thing is like extremely arbitrary. It was like a marketing tool. Well, that Fitbit for sure. And I also don't really understand. Like, I don't believe that my phone is truly like a, a perfect pedometer. It's not. And like sometimes you go to the bathroom without your phone. Like you forget it. There's a couple steps. Yeah, but if like you're counting on your bathroom steps to get you to 10,000, like you're so far off. Everything counts. And with the frequency I go to the bathroom, I deserve, well, you, yes. I deserve those steps. You should wear a pedometer then, like a Fitbit or an Apple Watch. I used to wear an Oura Ring. Right. Then I lost it. Right. But yeah, if you want more accurate step count, get a tracker thing. Get a grip. What are the wearable tech? Right. That was get a crazy time when like everyone was wearing Fitbits. It was like the biggest, baddest thing. And everyone was just like monitoring their hearts all the time. Well, that's what people do with Apple Watch now. Yeah. But like Fitbit started it. Whoop. And then remember, like there was that study that came out that like after like years of foot, Fitbit popularity and like literally everyone owning a Fitbit that um, people were actually gaining weight. No. And like all of the data was completely inaccurate. Oh, no, I didn't see that. I saw that people were actually gaining weight because they like they had always been taking these st- this amount of steps. But now, but they now, were now relying that Fitbit on was it. tracking it. No, it's like, oh, I took so many steps today. I can have Let a cheeseburger. Let me have a Snickers. Oh, well, like, was, they were always doing that. Yeah. I love when like, you know kind of ubiquitous health trends become, you know. The opposite? No, no, what's the word? Um, Debunked? Yeah, perfect. Debunked. Like, remember when everyone was eating Kind Bars and then, like, years later, there was a study that said a Kind Bar is actually just as fattening for you as a Snickers? So all of us who were choosing Snickers over Kind Bars the last few years were kind of vindicated? Yeah, I never liked a Kind Bar. Me neither. And I love a bar, perfect bar. I know. Go macro. I know. Fiber one. I, I like people, Kind Bar is like a cult. Not enough people talk about that. They're too chewy. Gives me a headache. It's just like, it's just not good, you know? No, it's not. And that's kind of where I draw the line for snacks. It's too hard. It's too hard. Reformulate. So we've got a great show. I mean, there's quite literally so much to talk about. Yeah. And I think we quite literally should get into it. Have no choice other than to get into the fast five stories that you need to know. And today's episode is brought to you by Nutrafol. Did you know that hair thinning will happen to approximately one in two women? If you're among them, know you're not alone. The thinning is normal and Nutrafol helps women address it from the science-backed supplements from Nutrafol. So it is a number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement. It is clinically shown to improve visible thickness and strength. So whatever reason you might be experiencing hair thinning, I know a lot of women experience it postpartum, menopause. No matter what stage in life, Nutrafol has four unique formulas to support women. Each is physician formulated using drug-free science-backed ingredients. So you get the most reliable results. So when you start your Nutrafol journey, you go to Nutrafol.com, you take their health hair, hair health quiz, identify causes of your thinning hair and go to Nutrafol. It'll personalize uh, a plan for you to get better hair growth through their whole body health approach. You know, I'm sure you can notice because I'm wearing my hair up today, like I have been experiencing hair thinning. It for me, I know when I took the hair quiz, I realized it was from my, like I had a total change in diet over the last year and it's totally normal to go through hair thinning. Um, and when I was talking about this, everyone was like, you gotta take Nutrafol. It's kind of like, everyone knows. It's like all the cool kids are doing it. Um, so Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting root causes of thinning, which can be stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, metabolism, and they do that through whole body health. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol com and enter the promo code the toast find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair Nutrafol n-u-t-r-a-f-o-l.com promo code the toast that's Nutrafol.com promo code the toast Today's episode is also brought to you by Modern Fertility. Think back to sex ed for a moment. You probably learned all about how to prevent pregnancy, but what about how to plan for it? We've always big, 
been big fans of planning ahead, like scheduling trips months in advance, plotting out our next big career moves, figuring out what we're doing for dinner while still eating breakfast. But some of us have never thought much about, you know, planning for kids. And that's why Modern Fertility was created. It's easy and affordable, and it's a way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label, and you'll get your personalized results within six business days. You get insights into your hormone levels, like your ovarian reserve, other important factors that can impact your fertility. The results go deep into what every hormone means, and you can also download the results to review with your doctor for next steps. Traditional hormone testing at a fertility clinic can cost over $600, but Modern Fertility tests the same general set of hormones for only $179. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash toast, you can get $20 off your test. Also, you can get reimbursed for the test through your FSA or your HSA. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash toast. That means your test will cost $159, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash toast. That's modernfertility.com slash toast. If you want kids today or maybe one day in the future, clinically sound information about your body, it can help you make the decision that's right for you. It's so easy. It's so much more affordable. And you know, Information is never a bad thing to have, you know? Knowledge is power. That's what I was trying to say, but I couldn't think of, like, the phrase. Thank you. Yad welcome. Yad welcome. Well, thanks, Turdy. Yad welcome. Our first story is some major news, beauty news, which is some of my favorite news. Perfect for two beautiful girls. As I look at you, I'm inspired to share beauty news. That's so generous of you. Thank <laughs> you. Would you say it's beauty news that's beautiful, stunning, and smart? Yes, about a girly swirly who's beautiful, stunning, and smart. This is like major news in the beauty modeling industry. And shockingly, it's not about us. No, but we, we have a way to make it about us. That is what's, I think, most exciting about this story. Because we've been knowing this news for a few days now before it... No, not a few days. I would say like maybe a week and a half. Well, your c- perception of time is... <laughs> also very true. Also very true. <laughs> so maybe let's settle on a week. Week and a half. <laughs> We've known this news for a while and we're so excited to share. Our first story is actually brought to you by L'Oreal Paris because Kendall Jenner has been named their new international spokesperson for L'Oreal Paris. So I just have to say I love this. I think this is such a get for L'Oreal and such a get for Kendall. Like L'Oreal is the biggest, most internationally recognized beauty brand. Kendall is really like the biggest model of our time currently. And so this partnership makes a lot of sense. I love things that make a lot of sense. The photos from the photo shoot are like sickening, stunning. She's wearing this kind of like high-end sweatshirt that we're also wearing today. That only really fashionable girls can wear. No, it's kind of like a sweatshirt made exclusively for models. Yeah. And so, you know, me, you, Kendall, like it makes sense. It makes sense. I love this. I think this is so smart on L'Oreal's part. So smart. She's the new Foch. Mm-hmm. She's got a gorgeous Foch. Yep. And L'Oreal, she's worth it. Uh, because she's I'm worth, worth it. it. I mean, I, we are worth it. Let's just, let's get that out of the way. Yeah. Um, and what I love about this is I read that like Mary Phillips, who is Kendall's makeup artist, was like really involved in the photo shoot. And Mary Phillips is like so iconic. Her like underpainting tutorial went viral on TikTok. I tried it. It was like underpainting is when you contour underneath, you contour and highlight underneath your foundation. So like you're really contouring from within. Mm. Now, when it's, you know, Mary Phillips does it, it's absolutely gorgeous, beautiful, stunning, and smart. When I did it, it looked like I literally rubbed dirt on my face. But, like, I think it just takes some practice. So, like, a lot of, like, the TikTok beauty trends are involved. I think it's really smart. I love Mary Phillips. She's so talented. I actually needed to do that this morning. I was looking at my face, and I was like, I need contour, but I needed it under my foundation. Underpainting is the method, and honestly, it's so difficult to, I watched, like, a thousand tutorials to master. But if you do, it's, like, really the key to wearing no makeup while looking snatched. But you're wearing, like, so much makeup, you know? That's so us. So us. Well, I think this is news that makes sense. Yep, love that. It's beautiful news. I'm happy for Kendall. I look forward to seeing her face everywhere. That's such a delight. We're always saying, you know, what if Kendall wore it? Yeah, what if we saw Kendall in this, Kendall doing that, and like just to be in airports, buses, everything, like, and see Kendall? Planes, bus, club, another club, bus. (laughs) Works for me. Works for me. I love this. I think this is so major, you know. Big moves on on the Kardashians' part. Big moves on L'Oreal's part. Yeah. Also, what's really exciting and what's even better is that L'Oreal is giving you the chance to win a trip of a lifetime. An all-expenses trip for two to Paris for Paris Fashion Week. Wow. To enter. Maybe me and you should enter and go. You know what it kind of sounds like? It sounds like it's a passport to Paris. <laughs> Literally. To enter, all you have to do is go to their website and enter to win by filling out the L'Oreal Paris trip to Paris giveaway form. The giveaway is only open for two weeks, so you better go now do not forget to go sign up for the sweepstakes live your best parisian life bon oui. un do, bon oui. is that italian no that oh, was, that the, was point. the point uh, un, deux, trois. 
Yeah. You know, all that. Don't forget to sign up. We'll leave a link in our podcast description for the website and signing up so it'll be super easy. And if a toaster gets picked to go to Paris, like, you need a plus one? Shot. No, I think you'll be like, you know, busy. busy. I am I available. I like I'll deserve it because of how busy I've been. No, I mean, I, I, see, I see your point. However, no. You I know? think we should sign up together. Yes. But if a toaster wins, like, I am available. And I'm happy for you. Know that I am. Know that I am. And I'm happy for L'Oreal. I'm happy for Kendall. This is great news to start off the day. Agreed. Okay, next story. It's a twofer because we have two big celebrity couples who are divorcing as of yesterday. Back to back. First, we have Ariana Grande and her husband Dalton Gomez who have separated saying we couldn't make it work in a post-COVID world. Sources connected to the former couple with direct knowledge tell TMZ that when Ari and Dalton hooked up in 2020, they were everything to each other. Company, romance, support, all of it. And when COVID restrictions lifted, their differences became alarmingly impact. Apparent Dalton, who's a realtor, was taken aback by Ariana's celebrity. He had not dealt with her schedule, the paparazzi, and the various opportunities that took her out of L.A. All of this to say they could not make it work, you know, with her being so busy. You know what it's giving? Lies. Well, for sure. But you know what else it's giving? Scheduling conflict? Max Ehrlich. <laughs> like civilian dating a celeb and can't handle it. Buckles under the pressure. No, could not hack it. I mean, like I said yesterday, I'm not heartbroken. Like, I don't know this man. He's, like, so irrelevant to me. And this kind of being, like, Ari's brand, like, literally seven rings. Like, I'm kind of here for it. The seven husbands of Ariana Grande. Like, I'm here for Ari to, like, continue to get married and, like, divorced. Yeah, but what's crazy is this was actually just her first marriage. I, well, second engagement. Second engagement, yeah. And, you know, she had, like, such a... A big love with Mac Miller. Right, and with Big Sean, honestly. Like, I really ship. I know Big Sean is, like, so happy. But I really do ship. I feel like, you know what? I'm like kind of living for this. I kind of wish she had married all of them. Right. When she was dating them. Right. I feel what you're saying completely. I think this is a load of horseshit. Like yeah. how do you marry Ariana Grande and not expect her to be busy? I also feel like even though she's filming a movie in London right now. This is she's the least not busy. that busy. So true. There was a time where she was not sleeping. sleeping. Like she was album twice a year bus club touring, another club like just the busiest girl in the world so now she true. has like this one steady gig that's going to take her years in, in london to film and like he could be there with her if he wanted doing to doing real estate but he doesn't it's no. clear that he doesn't want to be there it's so true this is probably like the most stable few years ariana's ariana's gonna have just given her schedule like she's not touring she's not releasing music so it's really just kind of like a day job yeah and that's like a blessing i feel like projects like this when you live that life so we couldn't even hack it now she's in one place right like you're shocked I don't know. If, I mean, if he's lying, it could be a lie. If it's the truth, it's like pathetic. Sure. Relationships are different in COVID versus out of COVID. Right. But then to be surprised by her celebrity outside, like lies. No, I'm just like. The lie detector determined that was a lie. So true. I am incredibly here for this breakup. I think this really adds to Ariana's kind of air of mystery and her brand as like a powerful woman. Mm -hmm. And I hope she continues to fall in love, you know, as many times as she wants to. As many times as she needs to. Right. As, as, as many times as time will allow her, you know? Yeah. And keep getting divorced. Keep getting engaged. Like, I'm, I love it. Yeah, but I also think that he misbehaved. Like, mm. I think that if he had acted right, they would still be married. I don't think this is what she wanted. No, this isn't like a plan of hers. It's just a nice side effect. No, it's not like she like just intentionally married someone to like get over him in a few years. Like, I think he didn't behave. And like, that's unacceptable when mm. you're married to Ariana Grande, who's not only so successful, but she's so gorgeous and yeah. like adorable. Fucking behave. Who are you going out with instead when you could be home with Ari? Facts. In London. Because like, I, I said yesterday that I had seen some blinds that he was, you know, spotting around others. I saw a story today that he's already like seeing other people. Moving on. And it's like, who do you think you are? Who the hell do you think you are? Kelly's new album. I mean, you don't have to tell me twice. A fellow divorcee. Maybe. Oh, did you see that? And they're rumors? friends from The Voice. Yes. They, they're not only are they friends, they have deep admiration and respect for one another. Yeah. And they can outsing each other. Yeah. It's unclear who's a better songstress. It's really unclear. No, like some people would say Ari, some people would say Kelly. As a fan of both of them, I actually don't know who I would say. Neither of those people would be wrong. No. In some ways, it's like I want to say Ari because she's the voice of a generation, but like Kelly fucking slays. So I think if I had to choose, I would say that Ari is a more skilled vocalist uh -huh. and Kelly 
is still an extremely skilled vocalist, but where she has already beat is songwriting. Agreed, but you you can't underestimate Kelly's vocals. No, you can't. I know, and you really like think of all the bangers Ari. Like you really can't underestimate Ari's songwriting abilities. It's too much, and that's why they respect one another so much. They know that neither one of them has anything over on the other. Yeah, and that's why when they perform together, they just like keep riffing on top of each other. But it's not in a competitive way. It's just like. Let us do our thing. I hope that these two can lean on each other through these difficult times. I agree, though I have to add her to the list. Yes. And see who's waiting for her on the list. On of the other eligibles. side. Though she never goes for, for the, the obvious. obvious choice. And up until this point, I think it's gotten her like far. Like, you know, I, I now Pete Davidson is an obvious choice, but Ariana made him the obvious choice. He was not an obvious choice. Neither was Mac Miller. So she kind of makes, you know, men out of boys. Yeah. Jeremy Allen White. Oh, my God. Even though, you know, he's rumored to be dating Selena Gomez. Oh, no, I didn't know. Yeah. But obsessed with him, too. And, and I'm looking and Ari. who on this list is like Ari's. I read a There's rumor. There's really no one for her here. I read a rumor that like is completely unsubstantiated, mm-hmm. but that Taylor might be releasing a remix to one of her vault songs, You're Losing Me, um, with Ari. Why? I don't know. Someone just said it. So Did I believe it. they have a relationship? It. I don't know. I Actually, like- no, because like Ari's so Scooter Braun. I feel like Taylor would never. Ari's. Oh, I just, I debunked the rumor. Yeah. I created the rumor and debunked it all in one. Ari and Taylor have like never acknowledged each other once. Right. Not negative or positive, you know? Yeah. Oh, you know, speaking of, I forget if you, you were on the toast. Maybe it was GBT when we were talking about Lizzo. And uh, it was me and Taylor, I think. So did you see, there was like another interaction this weekend. Lizzo was at a concert and somebody had a sign that said like, I chose to be here, you know, over Taylor. And Lizzo like picked the sign up, like signed it and was like, there's no beef. But, like, picking up the sign that, like, is putting down another artist, like, kind of fuels the fire of the beef. Yeah. I also think that Lizzo probably saw the feedback that, like, she has beef with Taylor and doesn't want... She's not that kind of artist, so she probably wanted to debunk the beef thing, but I'm not... like. No, if anything, I'm, my fire is more fueled than no, ever. I feel the same as I felt, where it's like, there's probably something. Yeah. But I also understand her wanting to squash it, but not knowing how because it's unsquashable. Because it's real. <laughs> You're unsquashable. What song is that? You're irreplaceable. Was that what you're singing? I don't know. You're unsquashable. That's good too. That's good too. I want to know what you were saying. I don't know. How many hot soldiers? That sounds like what you're singing. Have you seen down before? Irre- Maybe irreplaceable with Sing it. it again what you were singing. You're unsquashable. No, you're singing something else. Sound off in the comments. What, what am I singing? <laughs> I feel like someone's going to know. It sounds like kind of familiar. Yeah. One, also, more t- one more time. You're unsquashable. I think you're irreplaceable. Now you're changing it to like. No. Okay. I'm consistent. Okay. I think. Let me know what you think. You're consistent and I read children's books. Part two. Of the breakup news. Of the breakup news. This is devastating. Is that Sofia Vergara and Joe Manganiello are divorcing after seven years of marriage. Page six can exclusively reveal. The couple said in a statement, quote, we have made the difficult decision to divorce as two people that love and care for one another very much. We politely ask for respect of our privacy at this time as we navigate this new phase of our lives. This was really difficult for me for a multitude of reasons. I don't know if you know this. Sofia Vergara is a birthday buddy of mine. <sighs> Sounds familiar, but I'm glad that you get, gave us that context. So... I'm not like her number one fan, but I definitely feel a kinship. Yeah. And I feel like I was so invested in her journey with Joe Manganiello because he's so fucking hot. Like I I watched True Blood. Like he's literally the hottest man on the planet. Mm -hmm. Like no one hotter has ever been born. It's just a fact, except for me, maybe. Um, So like it's always exciting to see who someone like that is going to be with. And Sofia Vergara is like obviously the most beautiful woman in the world, but she wasn't like an obvious choice, you know? And like they're so different, you know? And I was so happy for them, especially because I think that they met during a really difficult period in her life where like her ex-husband was like suing her for their embryos. It was like really like a disgusting thing for a human being to do. And I think that Joe comforted her her in that time. And I loved how he was there for her. And I've always felt like a real... like observer to their journey. And I thought they were really happy and they were never like thirsty or even really spotted out together, which made us, you know, believe in their love even more. They're not doing it for the cameras. So I kind of forgot about them, which is a good sign in a Hollywood relationship. So for the next thing I hear to be them breaking up, it's absolutely devastating. Like I was really, really crushed. So I feel a little differently about it and I love them as a couple and they make so much sense and they're just like Hollywood A-list perfection. But I feel like we got what we needed from this relationship. Like... 
they don't have kids together, right? Seven years no, in Hollywood, that's like, you know, 21 years, dog years. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a long, successful marriage. They no longer serve each other. They get to go back on the market and we get to see them with other people. Like, I've got what I needed. No, I'm sorry. Like, if it couldn't be me, I'm glad it was her, you know? And I don't want it to be anyone else. That's you how I feel. You never know. Maybe he'll pick someone. Me? <laughs> That like you also love maybe she'll and also if they're divorcing like they're obviously unhappy with well, each other they'll be happier elsewhere. Add them to the list. Oh yes. Is there yes, any? Yes, yes. I mean, okay. Wait, I got it. I got it. I got it. Joe Manganiello and Ari. Joe Manganiello and Khloe Kardashian. Like, sorry, that's actually perfect. You're I right. Agree. I could learn to love again. Right. Right. See, it's fun. <laughs> no, it is. But like, I really, I will be mourning the loss of this relationship. I think they were like a kind of a pillar in their community. I agree. And it's hard when, like, you lose a pillar because that's the foundation. Like, and we've lost a lot of pillars over the years. Yeah. And the, the whole thing could come crumbling down. Yeah. If we continue to lose. No, it's... It's definitely a tough break, but you've kind of made me see, like, there are there is a possibility for happiness on the other side. Yeah, and, like, they weren't, like you said, they weren't giving us anything. So it's not like on the day-to-day I was, like, reminded of that they're together and that Yeah, but if they happy. were giving us stuff, we would have started to hate them, you know? eventually like you always are just like all right it's enough yeah even when you love like a couple i don't know this was it was shocking even though a lot of people were like i knew did you see what he posted for her birthday like okay i roll um i didn't know and i'm devastated i'm sorry but just think of chloe just think of chloe no is it like they're actually perfect for each other he's quite literally the hottest man or alive. kim no no. no, no. I'm thinking like real personality, even though I've never met Joe Manganiello or even like seen him in anything that wasn't like a role. I have like a, a strong feeling that they would really connect on like a personality level. I feel like he's kind of goofy, but he's also like strong, silent type. Like, I don't know. I just, it's, he gives me like energy from one of the characters of my book, in my books, you know? Oh, for sure. And he also played that in True Blood, which is where I learned about him. Um, he was kind of just, just like stoic, like hot, like hero. Um, like, I'm obsessed. And I know everybody thinks of him now probably for Magic Mike, right? Not I. I those movies never connected with me. Me neither. Um, nevertheless, I still love him. Yeah. Okay, well, it could be. You, like, when people ask me my celebrity crush, like, I never say him, but, like, he really is. Like, one of them. Yeah. He just seems like a solid citizen. Yeah, and, like, a nice guy. Mm-hmm. All-American vibe, you know, and throwing a football around. Nice looking. Yeah. Are you ready for our next story? Definitely. Miranda Lambert has been blasted oh. for stopping a concert to call out fans for taking a selfie. I'm obsessed. Okay. So Miranda Lambert was performing a concert this weekend. I believe in Vegas, right? She has a residency there. Yeah. And the picture, the subsequent picture was giving Vegas residency. Vegas outfits. Um, and someone posted on TikTok a video of her stopping singing her song Tin Man to say, quote, I'm going to stop right here for a second. I'm sorry. These girls are worried about their selfie and not listening to the song. It's pissing me off a little bit. She added that she did not like their behavior at all. We're here to hear some country music. I'm singing some damn country music. While some fans cheered in the footage, others walked out of the show. One could be heard saying, let's go. You don't do that to fans. However, some fans are stand and social media users are standing by Miranda. Other people are like, you know, that's not cool. And the women who took the picture Mm -hmm. have spoken, have spoken. They posted their picture. Um, to Instagram and of said, course the internet found out who these bitches were like in 35 seconds flocked to the photo left comments on their on their Instagram so funny that and all the pictures like they had their group photo which I guess is when they got stopped for but they also each got like solo shots with like Miranda in the back they're obviously really big fans they spoke to NBC News and said quote it felt like I was back at school with the teacher scolding me for doing something wrong and telling me to sit back down in my place. I feel like she was determined to make us look like we were young, immature, and vain, but we're just grown women in our 30s to 60s trying to take a picture. Oh. Oh my God. She said, we took the picture quickly and we were going to sit back down. They said the group couldn't get one good picture before the show started, so she asked someone to take their photo toward the end of the concert. We were so excited because I think we had the best seats in the house in the whole theater. Well, that also makes it worse because she's staring at you guys the whole time. Right, but like, they spent the money, like. Yeah, so we were talking about this yesterday, like, what do we think? And on the one, like, Overall, it's like they spend the money, they bought the tickets, however they want to spend their time is how they're going to spend their time. And like they're taking selfies, like they're excited to be there. They're promoting you, you know, like. Yeah, like, and it also, first of all, they weren't taking a selfie in this picture because a selfie implies that they're ignoring Miranda and they're focused on themselves. Yeah. But in the picture, they all turned around so Miranda could get in the background of the photo. Right. And so Miranda is still the 
featured the, the focus of the picture and it's there and especially since they're like older women like I'm sure you know it's hard for them to get I understand but I also Miranda doesn't know all of that she doesn't know they couldn't get their picture before the show they love Miranda they're in their 60s they're just trying to get a cute photo like she's just seeing it from her perch on the stage where it's like these girls have their backs turned to me they're focused on taking pictures who knows how many pictures they took they have the best seats in the house she has to look at only them and they're not focused on her now does that make what she did right no. No, by the way, Miranda in her brain has absolutely every right to be like, oh, these fucking women. Like yeah. you can, it's definitely like an, as a performer, like somebody ignoring you, like, hello, I'm standing right here. Uh, to call them out is so, in my opinion, like unequivocally wrong. Not only is it like humiliating for people who probably flew, no, most people for Vegas residencies, they fly to see you. Mm -hmm. Flew all the way, spend all the money, like are probably so excited. They got the best seats. Like they're obviously huge fans. To call them out and embarrass them is so mean-spirited and like so unnecessary. And not to say that like, was she wrong for th for her opinion? No, she was wrong for sharing it. Yeah. Like it's humiliating. And then the, to rile up the crowd, she's like, I want to sing some country music and like getting everybody to be like, yeah, yeah. Like it's humiliating. It's mean. It's unnecessary. And you know, this is, I've been on a journey with Miranda Lambert. Like I really did not understand her as a, as a woman, as an, as an artist many years ago. And I've kind of fallen in love with her over the last few years. Like I just, I, I get her now. I don't get this. Yeah. It, it's a little overboard in terms of how she handled it. And also taking pictures is kind of like the fun of a concert. Like you take pictures, you take videos. Like it's just, it's not that crazy. But on the other hand, like I feel like comedians do this all the time. Like someone even with, takes their phone out to send a text if you're even allowed to have your phone and they will call you out. Okay. And that's like, yeah, go off. Okay. I have two rebuttals to that. One, a part of comedy culture and like going to a comedy show is knowing at any time you could be called on. Like you're kind of agreeing to like this unspoken social contract. Like if I'm going to a comedy club, like I could very well be picked on. Like you, you, some people go because they love that. Mm -hmm. One. Two, a part of also comedy culture is phones being not allowed. Like in the age of social yeah. media, I think everyone who like is a fan of a comedian knows like I'm not going to record a set and put it online. I'm not going to be on my phone. Like it's completely different. Whereas concert culture kind of thrives off of videos going viral and performances being shown all over the world. It's two totally different cultures. I don't think that's a fair comparison. Okay. Well, maybe Miranda wants her shows to kind of be a culture where you just sit and listen to some damn country music. Well, I feel like you have to put that out there. You have to say like, you know, in an interview or, you know, before the show, be like, listen, like remember when Lord unplugged her microphone and told everybody to shh so she could sing without the microphone and have everybody hear her? Like that was a weird ass thing, but her fans going in knew that that was what she does because she's put that out there. Okay. So I think this is a good lesson for Miranda fans. Like Miranda doesn't want to see you on your phone. Okay. But it's still, this was way harsh, Ty. It way harsh, Ty Frazier. Yeah. It was not a good look for Miranda. And now, by the way, like, and this is what happens. This is just the nature of, like, internet culture. Is anytime she's, like, had any kind of, like, other weird... Um, on stage moments. Are there being broadcast? Like, I saw, you know, at concerts, a lot of the times, people, like, throw around beach balls. And, like, they tap it to one part of the crowd and it goes to another. And it landed on stage and she literally got a knife and deflated like she's kind of nuts for sure but the thing I'll say about this story is I actually don't think it's that damaging to her because it's not my favorite word incongruous with how I envision her personality bad gal energy yeah like I with the Ben Platt thing it I'm was so like, glad you brought that up yes it was like he showcases himself as like this affable loving person like, theater loving art critic like yeah yeah but it turns out behind the scenes like he's a little bit of a he's he won't answer questions and he can't take a joke he's throwing things at his apartment but Miranda Lambert like is serious about music like she's not is she, is she even on social media like she's like the bad girl of country tough. she doesn't give a fuck yeah. you're right that's an amazing point so I don't think this harms her brand that's an amazing point oh and I'm sorry like if somebody else got embarrassed at a concert I was at, like, I would never leave. Like, if I got embarrassed, for sure I would leave. But somebody else would be like, okay, that was weird. But, I, like, I paid for these tickets. I'm still going to watch a show. Yeah, no, I wouldn't have left over this. Like, I would have thought that if was If you were weird. the girls, would you have left who got yelled at? Um, I would have. Like, I would have, like, probably cried. I don't know. I would have been, like, mortified. And then they're talking to NBC and saying it felt like they were at the principal's office. Yeah. That's the perfect, like that is what it feels but, like. But like, they did come all this way. No, I know. And like, they're clearly such big fans. So how do you kind of 
grapple those two realities. Yeah. I really felt bad for these girlies. Like, they just looked like fun time girls. They were just looking for a good time. I know. Like, they flew all the way to Vegas, you know, girls trip. And when you're, like, older, you don't get those opportunities. Like, life gets in the way. Oh, and that's the other thing. I used to go to a concert a week. Now I haven't been to a concert in years. This show also being in Vegas is, like, an important factor. Like, Vegas is extra special and extra kind of kooky. Like, things happen in Vegas. They fly in Vegas. That would never happen in Portland, you know? Like, it's an important factor. Like, I don't know. She's, She's wrong for this. Yeah, but she doesn't give a shit. But your your point about her just kind of being like the bad gal of country and this being completely congruous with like the reputation she has is really like this isn't going to damage her brand. This isn't going to harm sales. No, it's I just agree. Pe- like the people who love her still want to see her. They're going to put their phones away. Yeah. And you know what? I feel like for Miranda, that's a win. Yeah, that's kind of what she wanted. <laughs> Good, because it's the one you got. Like I'm sure everyone around her today is like, Miranda, what do we want to say? And she's like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Don't use your, don't take your selfies. Yeah, no, I don't, like, I think, like, her publicist is probably, like, losing her mind. Miranda's sleeping soundly. (laughs) Miranda couldn't be bothered to care. Agreed. And you know what? That's why she's the bad gal of country. Like, bad gal Riri, bad gal Mimi. It's true. Are you ready for our next story? No. You're not. No. Do I look ready? I guess not. Do I look ready? I guess not. I just wasn't picking up on social cues. Well, this is not the first time. Today's episode of The Toast is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Jackie and I love to invest, whether it's purses, clothing, shoes. We are always making sure to shop smart with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay authenticators are there verifying every detail of your purchase. So eBay Authenticity Guarantee protects buyers from fakes, and it gives them the assurance that they're getting the real deal. Because what's worse than spending time and money and energy scouring the internet for your next investment, only to later find out that you have been scammed. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you'll never get faked over again. The service currently covers eligible items across sneakers, watches, handbags, jewelry, and streetwear. We feel more confident in ordering online knowing that an expert at eBay is authenticating our purchases. Any purchase backed by the Authenticity Guarantee is sent to the authentication team who personally inspect the item, check it against the listing, and authenticate it. It's a, in a world full of fakes, it's time to get real with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. I feel like if eBay Authenticity Guarantee was a real housewife, that would be their tagline. Totally. In a world full of fakes, it's time to get real with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Honestly, a housewife should take that. 100%. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Because you want to know why? Ask me why. Why? Everybody deserves real. Visit ebay.com for the terms. Today's episode is also brought to you by Seed. All right, if you've been wanting to get on like a prebiotic, probiotic journey, are you concerned with your gut health? Well, check out Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. It is a plant-based prebiotic and probiotic with 24 strain that have been clinically or scientifically studied for its benefits. So it's free from 14 classes of allergens, which are defined by the EFSA, including sugar-free, vegan, soy-free, sesame-free, gluten-free, peanut-free, AMPA-free, dairy-free, shellfish-free, corn-free. I think a lot of people want to get into probiotics and prebiotics, but they're limited with their dietary restrictions. But Seed's got all the bases covered. It has no binders, no no preservatives. You take two capsules once a day on an empty stomach and it's engineered to survive. So some people also have to take in probiotics and prebiotics and not had success with them. And that's most likely because once you take them, they actually don't survive the journey down your digestive track. But the uh, seed probiotic is engineered to survive your internal and external vitamins. So their capsule and capsule via cap safeguards viability through digestion for delivery of an average of 100% of their probiotic starting dose to your colon. The outer capsule also serves as an elegant barrier to oxygen, moisture, and heat. So you might ask, what are the benefits of a probiotic, prebiotic? Uh, a huge one is digestive health, you know, do delicious. It promotes, it promotes digestive health. It reinforces healthy stool hydration and ease of evacuation. And it supports gut ease from occasional gastrointestinal discomfort. There's also a lot of skin ben- benefits. They have four specific probiotic strains that have been shown to promote healthy skin and reinforce a healthy gut-skin axis. So start a new healthy habit today. Visit seed.com slash toast and use code toast to redeem 30% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. That's seed, S-E-E-D dot com slash toast and use code toast. Thank you, Claudia. You're welcome. Our fifth and final story. Gigi Hadid has been... Already? Yeah. Time flies when you're with your swirlies. Two, three, four. And Kendall, five. No. No? No, you're right. Well, that's good because I had to act so many stories Please today. Please add the Skims one. Okay, yeah, th- that was going to be moved to tomorrow. I knew something felt wrong. Sorry, with the double D 
dipping. Yeah, no, we're not gonna lie. Lindsay Lohan got bummed till tomorrow. We'll talk yeah. about it tomorrow. But I'm really happy for her. I mean, I guess we could talk about I it. I guess now. that's no, it. No, no, no. Like, By the way, it really is it. Some stories like are obviously so major, like somebody died or somebody gave birth, and it's like, oh, congrats, or that's so sad. And it's hard to like make a podcast out of that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you just still want to mention it. Like, her- All right, so I guess this is us mentioning it. Lindsay gave birth. I'm really happy for her. Okay, so is that the fourth story? No. Okay, so we're doing six. Yeah. But this is four, I think. Whatever. <laughs> Gigi- this story is crazy. Gigi Adid has been released after being arrested for marijuana in the Cayman Islands. So Gigi had a bumpy start to her summer vacation. The model was embarking on a girl's trip to the Cayman Islands on July 10th on Claudia's birthday when she was arrested at Owen Roberts International Wow, Gigi's been locked up since my birthday? No, I think it's just coming out now. E! News has learned. According to the local outlet Cayman Marl Road, shortly after Gigi and her pal pal arrived via private plane, custom officials allegedly found, quote, ganja and utensils used for the consumption of ganja in their luggage. Hadid and her friend were then arrested on, quote, suspicion importation of ganja and importation of utensils why are they calling it ganja i guess that's what they call it there that's crazy i thought like that's like what teenagers call it got some ganja you know the uh importation of utensils used for the consumption of ganja the outlet reports adding that they were taken to the prisoner detention center where they were released on bail two days later she and her friend were formally charged during a court appearance where they pleaded guilty and were both fined a thousand dollars according to the local uh, newspaper they're not facing any charges her rep told e-news that Gigi was traveling with marijuana purchased legally in New York City with a medical license it has also been legal for medical use in Grand Cayman since 2017 her record remains clear and she enjoyed the rest of her time on the island okay I mean like obviously pot is not a big deal especially in America like it's legal legal in a lot of places but like I feel like a lot of people do this when I was reading Andy Cohen's book like his first diaries like a million years ago I thought it was so crazy and then like Brittany Griner like Pot is so normalized, but like the amount of people who travel with it out of the country is so dangerous. Like you really shouldn't. And obviously like pot is pot. It's like not a big deal. It's like traveling with like, you know, a beer or whatever. You can't travel with a beer, but you know what I'm saying. Um, I feel like this is an important reminder. Like just because it's so embedded in our culture, like doesn't mean in other countries, like it's not a serious offense. And I watch Locked Up Abroad and you can really through kind of, you know, circumstances out of your own control, end up in a Nicaraguan prison. And it's yeah. really crazy. And I guess this is also important to note that, like, even if in a country, country it's legal. medical use is legal, maybe you the have transporting to be, Maybe of you're, it. like, even locked up until they can prove that yours was of medical use. No, and it's like, even if it's legal there and legal here, to take it from one state to or... To import co- it. Right. I feel like this is just an important reminder because pot is, like, so embedded in... To smuggle in, it. Right. Put up your pussy. Like... <laughs> Because no, don't. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm saying like it's like smuggling. It's like smuggling. Like because pot is so embedded in our culture, I think people like totally forget. Oh, I have a vape pen, and they throw it in. Like it's really not smart. I feel like we all learned it with like Brittany Griner, and this is another example. Like, do not travel out of the country with pot. I think interstate with my, drugs. With drugs, of course, but I don't think people are like you know. Actually, maybe people are bringing like blocks of cocaine. I don't know, but. People who aren't like drug smugglers are just like throwing you know a joint in their makeup case and hoping nobody finds it. But like. It's so dangerous and it is illegal. And it's like one of those things, like just because like, you know, even places where it's not legal in America, like I feel like, you know, cops like look past it. They don't do that at the border, you know? Yeah. You got to be smart. This is an important reminder. It is illegal. Yeah. Crazy story. Crazy story. Um, you think we're going to get a GG mugshot? I don't know how it works. In, in celeb, no, and also in like celeb world, like no, but celebs we always see their mugshots. No, but like in America, sometimes they get arrested, like, and we don't see a mugshot. You know, like sometimes you get booked, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but did they get a mugshot? I feel like when there's a mugshot, we see it. Of course, of course, no, but sometimes there's not a mugshot. Yeah, well, that's just. I saw the funniest meme. It was like me getting arrested, taking my mugshots, and then they like take it. Ooh, send me that. <laughs> yeah, no, totally hilarious. I love memes. <laughs> I love memes. Jackie loves memes. Like nobody sends and receives more memes than Jackie. I send memes all day long. You're kind of like keeping meme culture alive. Single-handedly. I send memes to like, I have a roster of people who I send memes to and everyone gets a different meme. Like I send Ben a lot of memes. Um, I'm like, that makes sense. so Ben. Yeah. I send Olivia, a you, Motherhood. Dana. Snitch, do I send her a lot of memes? I don't think, I don't know that She's I She's kind of like t- too young. Like young kids don't fuck with memes. Yeah, I have to look at our DMs. I send you so many memes. I love it. Because any memes that I find like genuinely funny, I know you're going to find funny too. But like meme culture is definitely kind of a like, Chuggy millennial it's, thing. And it's waning for sure, but the memes I get served. Fire flames. Fire. Yeah. You should share more memes to your stories. I should. You guys don't know how I love memes. Like, she chuckles. 
they're so good. And there's some classic setups that I love, like classic um, images. Mm -hmm. Just such good stuff. Jackie's kind of like a number one consumer of meme culture. And that's a fun fact about me. That you yeah, that you might not know. know. Yeah. Now are you ready for our fifth and final story? I am. Is this the life-saving news I've been asking you to talk about? It is. A fan claims Kim Kardashian's skims bodysuit saved her life after being shot four times. So Angela Wiley went viral on TikTok after revealing a tragic story turned endorsement for Skims. Oh, I was my, my whole thing on this was like, I've been hearing this girl telling the story about how Skims bodysuit saved her life. And I'm like, if Kim doesn't put this bitch in some sort of billboard. Oh, I mean, I don't know if she's put her in a billboard, oh. but it's an endorsement in the sense, not of a paid endorsement, oh. just of a... The real meaning of the word. Right, Got like it. a recommendation yeah, yeah, for yeah. the brand. Um, because she said that she was shot four times on January 1st, 2023, while she was waiting for a lift. And she said her injuries would have been worse if she wasn't wearing a bodysuit from Skims. She said, Kim Kardashian saved my life. This New Year's, I got shot four times. The night I got shot under my dress, I was wearing a Skims shaping bodysuit. It was so tight on me that literally it kept me from bleeding out. She said, call it fate or Jesus, but I'm going to call it Kim. No, Aww. but for real, thanks, Kim. Okay, first of all, like... Because she just glazed over, like, yeah, I was shot four times. Right. What? Is everything okay? Like, what that's, happened? Did they get the guy? Right. Um, now that we move past that initial shock, this actually makes a lot of sense. Like, yeah. if you've seen the Skims bodysuits, like, when you pick them up, they're literally the size of, like, Harry's t-shirt. Like, they're tiny. And, of course, they're built to stretch and whatever. But they're really meant to hold you in. And, you know, when you think holding in, I'm thinking, you know, cellulite. I'm thinking fupa. I'm thinking saggy skin. I'm not thinking blood. Intestines. But... The math makes sense. The yeah. science is, is sciencing. Yeah, it's like a little tourniquet for the road. No, it's literally a tourniquet. Mm -hmm. I, 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 Kim absolutely has to respond. I'm sure she's seen the story. It's everywhere. And they need to do like a really sickening photo shoot. Like, I need to figure out like the, the slogan that's not like insensitive yeah, towards and, like gun and violence. Images. You know, I'm, it's not going to be like a gun themed photo shoot. Yeah. But like it should be like a glamorous snatch. But the slogan has to be like, I don't want it to be insensitive because like this girl was shot. But it sounds like she's like, you know, moved, like she's kind of, you know, healed physically, but also mentally because she's like making jokes about it. Um, so I think she'd be down to like maybe get creative. Yeah. We need a slogan that like, I don't know, like. It's, it's dicey. Yeah, yeah. Though the Skims marketing team has some really great brains on it. Yeah, but I feel like. It's it, like two Skims. It could save your life. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. And this might be like a little harsh. Skims. No. I'm fucking this up. Choose skims. Your life might depend on it. Yeah, that's like a little extreme. But like, honestly, it's pushing the boundaries of creative advertising. Mm -hmm. Choose skims as if your life depends on it. Because it, it does. Because it might. Because it might. Something needs to be, be done. Angela. Now, I'm not saying they should do like a blood-themed photo shoot. No. I think they should give her like the Hollywood treatment. I have to imagine Skims has already reached out. Like, Skims is so in tune with, like, social media. I don't think media. they'll do, put her in a campaign, but I think they'll send her a shit ton of Skims and she'll be posting about it. I don't know. I think they actually might. They're always putting, like, random people in. That's true. They, they love, like, the everyday. And they don't do, like, one campaign a year. They do, like, one a month. Right. Okay, maybe they would, like, put her in a campaign, but not do a campaign around, like, bulletproof Skims. Yeah, also, I don't think they can, like, legally say... Like, this might have been advised. a coincidence, but, like, maybe also the bullets were just, like, literally in the perfect place for someone to not bleed out. So, like, they probably can't legally, you know, it's false advertising. Like, it'll save your life. Because it might not. You might get shot and wearing a Skims bodysuit and still die. You could get shot in the head. It's also very true. So, I don't there's know a way to work with her. There is, but I just don't know if they're going to go down the road. It's dicey. I think they'll embrace her into the Skims family. It's dicey. The yeah. Skims squad. Yeah. No, that's good American squad. Yeah. What is the skim crew called? Like, there is. Not, it should be called the skim squirrelies. Yeah, but there's not a an evergreen crew. No. Okay. It's very of the moment. So those were the fast five stories. That was felt like eleven stories, but like all of them noteworthy and. I guess it was like technically eight if you count Lindsay Lohan and the divorces being two. Yeah. Well, you know what? There was a lot going on today. Yeah. It had to be done. And it's hard to count sometimes. That's the thing. This isn't the morning math, you know? No. It's Otherwise, Young Sheldon would be hosting it. What are your thoughts on Young Sheldon thus far? I love him. What are you up to? Uh, season two. Me too. I'm, I'm watching met, alongside with you. He met the other prodigy. Paige. Which I was obsessed with. I, I want more of that dynamic. She, Paige is, she's not always on the show, but she's in episodes up until the current season. Oh, she kind great. of goes down a dark path at one point. Like it's kind of, it's yeah, good. Yeah, she's uh, like, she's kind of crazy. And I loved when the parents got together and the dad, George Sr. was like Getting living him drunk. for 
them like talking about their marital issues that the prodigy has caused. The more you watch, the more you see the best character on the show is George Senior. Yeah, he's really great. Yeah. Um, I, I, I really like it. I'm so curious to see like how Sheldon takes a turn because you were saying... You know, I'm watching alongside you and like even in season two, he becomes like really annoying and self-righteous and like he's obviously the smartest kid in every room that he's in. And as a kid, you don't realize like the power that it gives you, but he becomes like a preteen and a teen and he becomes like a fucking pain in the ass and he becomes rude. Yeah. And it's not cute when you're not a kid and you're like not cute. Exactly. Like, did you get to the episode where the there's a girl in the town who's in a car accident? Yeah. And it really shakes that the whole neighborhood. That's what I watched. And then immediately after they get the call, he's like, can you take me to Radio Shack? So, right. And it's so rude, but like, he's still a kid. So you're like, okay, whatever. But that sort of energy, that's the exact energy he has when he grows up and he's not cute anymore. Yeah. And you're older, like you should know better. When you're exactly. a kid, like you're not in tune. With social with cues. social cues. Just yeah. like me, apparently. Right. Right. So glad you're enjoying it. I knew you would. It's it, camper tested, counselor approved. Yeah. It's so camper. So today was kind of a fabulous episode. A lot going on. Thanks for making it to the end. If you uh, haven't yet, head over to spritsociety.com slash Clausen Pickles. C-L-A-U-S-S-E-N Pickles. Um, our collab, Pickle Wine, is here. And it's really good. You know, you'll know, you have to see my taste test. When are you posting it? Whenever I feel like it. Today? Yeah. I think? I mean, we like live like a lot of like pre-scheduled content. Like we had like a bunch of photo shoots. Like I don't want to mess with like the flow of like the actual professionals. Yeah. Just another day you dropped so I'll send you it to, a photo shoot. I'll send my content to the social team. Was and it the same photo shoot that you dropped yesterday? No. Oh, that's a Patreon joke. So check out our Patreon that we yeah. just dropped at patreon.com slash the toast. And while you're surfing the web, head over. Surfing the web to thecamperandthecounselor.com and pre-order your copy of The Camper and Counselor. Signed copies are still available at Talk Shop Live. You know what I'm doing right now? Surfing the web. Exactly. And where are you going? Thecamperandthecounselor.com and then patreon.com slash the toast and then spritzsociety.com slash pickles. Wow, today was like a very health, heavy like self-promo day, but you know what? Like, you see these lights? They don't stay on by themselves. No. And the lights are on. Bright. They're shining bright. I'm starving. Okay. Let's eat. It's lunch. Love ya. Thank you so much for listening to the show. It's the Morning Show where we deliver the fast five stories you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, I already cast books, all the places where we visit podcasts. Find us on Toast TV, five star review about a beautiful stunning and wickedly talented we are. The sign off hits different in studio. Like I'll say that. I feel that. And so does the love ya. Bye.